We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now, you know, someone has made the statement that the Bible is so simple, you'd have to have someone to help you misunderstand it. Well, I believe that's true, all right. But you know, we've had a lot of help down through the years, hadn't we? <laughs> I want you to turn with me to Romans, the 12th chapter. The Apostle Paul makes a statement here, several statements that I want to talk about. Romans chapter 12, verse 1, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service, or one translation says your spiritual service, and be not conformed to the world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. Now, notice the Apostle Paul says, do something about your body. Now, somebody said, well, I thought my body got saved when I got saved. Well, that's what you get for thinking and not reading the Bible. <laughs> well, your spirit got born again. Your body didn't get saved when you got born again. You know, you didn't have to be but about 15 minutes after you were born again to find out that your body didn't change that much. If you had certain habits then you had to mortify the deeds of your body. You had to do something about it. And here Paul says to the Roman church, to the believers, tongue-talking, Bible-toting, full gospel businessmen, <laughs> he says, do something about your body. Present it to God. Well, now, if it got presented to God when they were born again, there wouldn't have been any need to say that. Present your body to God. And included in that would be the tongue. <laughs> now, you all knew that when I started, I was going to end up on talking about words or something you say because, you know, that was the thing. Have you ever noticed that when an alcoholic gets saved, born again, filled with the Holy Ghost, he wants to get other alcoholics delivered from what held him in bondage? You find a guy, you know, that was delivered from something else, why he wants to get people delivered. If it was dope that had him bound, he wants to get dope addicts delivered. Well, I was bound by the negative words that I spoke for years. And when I got delivered, I want to deliver everybody else from it. <laughs> because I don't know whether you've noticed it or not, but this world's in a negative stream. And if you're not careful, you're going to be swept downstream with them. And you know, any old dead fish can float downstream. But it takes a live one to go upstream. Now, if you don't have any other incentive to go upstream than the fact, have you ever stopped to think about what it's going to smell like down there where all them dead fish drifted up? <laughs> Boy, I tell you, we're going to have to get rid of our stinking thinking, as someone stated. Now, listen to what Paul says. Present your body to God which is your reasonable or spiritual service, and be not conformed to the world. One translation says, don't be squeezed into the world's mold. Now, if you're going to watch TV and believe everything you see on TV, then you're going to be squeezed into the world's mold. And they'll mold you to think like they think. That's what the ads on television are for. Somebody said, well, I only watch the news. 
Sometimes that's the worst part because it's all negative. Now, if you're going to analyze the Bible in the light of the six and 10 o'clock news, you're in trouble now. But if you'll analyze the news in the light of the word of God, then there's hope for you. But now notice Paul said, don't be conformed to the world. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. Now, to prove what? Prove that the word of God works. The good, acceptable, and perfect will of God is all one. And it's the word of God. God's word is his will. Can you see that? Say it with me. God's word word is his will. You see, this New Testament says the last will and testament of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what it is. This is his will. So God's word is his will. So don't be conformed to the world. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. You've got to renew your mind, you see. You've got to do something about your body, and you also have to do something about your mind. Your mind didn't get straightened out just because you were born again. Your mind and your spirit are not the same. Your spirit was born again, but you're going to have to do something about these other things. We're going to have to begin to practice the things that Jesus practiced, practice the principles of the Word of God in our lives. It takes practice to do these things. Now, if we'll understand that Paul is giving us some instruction that will be vital in your everyday experience, the Word of God is practical. Now, the problem has been in the days past that people thought, well, you know, we just only do this on Sunday. No, God's word's practical and it'll work in your everyday life. It'll work in every situation, in your business affairs, in your family affairs, and in every situation that you face in life. But we're going to have to find what God tells us to do and be obedient to do that. God's word is his will. And if we'll learn to speak and say what God says in his word concerning our situation, then it'll change some situations in our life. Go with me there to Matthew's gospel, the 12th chapter. I'm going to use this sort of as a foundation scripture because Jesus says some things here that are quite strong and powerful concerning words that you speak. Matthew 12 and verse, well, let's start verse 33. Jesus said they either make the tree good and the fruit good or else make the tree corrupt and his fruit corrupt for the tree is known by his fruit. Now you realize that he's used, the word here is using a personal pronoun. Uh, so you know that it's not just talking about a tree, it's talking about an individual. It's known by the fruit. Now somebody said, well, we're not supposed to judge people. No, but we can be fruit inspectors. What kind of fruit is it producing? Then he says, O generation of vipers, how can ye being evil speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Now get this, because here is a principle of the Bible. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. What's abundantly in your heart is going to get in your mouth. Then verse 35, he goes on to say, a good man out of the good treasure of his heart. So now here, see, he brings out the fact that he's talking about a man. A good man out of the good treasure or the deposit of his heart 
bringeth forth good things. An evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart bringeth forth evil things. But I say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. For by thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. Now notice what Jesus is saying here. You'll know a tree by his fruits, or a man by his fruits. And then he said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Then he tells you, one of the principles of the kingdom, that a good man, out of the good treasure of his heart, he bringeth forth good things. Now, where did he say the good things come from in life? He said the man brought him forth out of his heart. Now, that didn't mean that he was self-sufficient in himself and just did it all himself. It was because he stored the good treasure of the word of God in his heart. Is the reason he's able to bring it forth. The good man, if he has a good treasure in his heart, he brings it forth. Now, it's very evident that if you don't have a good treasure in there, you can't bring forth good things. Because he said an evil man, out of the evil deposit of his heart, he'll bring forth evil things. Why? Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Now, that's why it's necessary to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Because if you don't get your mind renewed and begin to think like God thinks, begin to speak like God speaks, begin to act like God would act in situations that you face, then you're going to end up with evil things in your heart. It makes a difference when you think like God thinks. It makes a difference when you practice the principles of the kingdom. Now, Jesus explaining the principles of the kingdom and the fourth chapter of Mark, verse 26, he said, the kingdom of God is if a man cast the seed into the ground. It was the man that did it. It wasn't God. It wasn't left up to luck. It wasn't left up to something else. He said, it's if a man cast a seed into the ground. Now here he's telling you, you'll know the man by the fruits. So the good man, he brings forth good things. The evil man brings forth evil things. It's very possible that there are good people that have evil things in their heart. Therefore, they speak the negative things. Well, nothing ever good happens to me. You'll give account of things you've said. Because things you said has changed the direction of your life. What goes into your heart is the words that come out of your mouth. We have to practice doing the word of God. How many of you know we ought to be doers of the word of God? We've got to exercise doing what the Bible says to do. You can do it in your everyday life exercise what the Bible says to do. Apply these principles. Put the good treasure of the word of God in your heart and you do that as a speaking and saying what God said about you. So just make a decision. I'm going to exercise the principles of the kingdom in my life. Now, some people, the only exercise they get is jumping to conclusions and running down their neighbors. (laughs) But we ought to exercise the principles of the kingdom And you'll grow strong in your spirit and you'll learn how to apply these principles in your life. God bless you. I do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. Trust you've been blessed by the Word of God today. Now, all of this week we have book and CD offer number 7513. God's Image of You is a 77-page paperback and two CDs for $22 plus $5 postage and handling. 
total of $27. In this book, we talk about God's image of you, what His image of you is. God sees you as an overcomer. You know, John wrote and said, Beloved, now are we the sons of God. It doth not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when He shall appear, we shall be like Him, for we shall see Him as He is. Now, God says in His Word, and John was giving you what the Holy Spirit authored, that you're sons of God now. You're not going to become a son of God one of these days when you get to heaven. You're a son of God now if you're born again. John said it this way, He that hath the Son hath life. He that hath not the Son hath not life. So it's that simple. If you're born again, you have Jesus the Son. If you're not born again, if you've not received Jesus as your Lord, then you don't have life. God sees you as the righteousness of God in Christ, created to have dominion. This is one of the chapter titles in the book. God created man to have dominion on this planet. Read it in Genesis 1. Then chapter 3 is... In the image of God. You were created in the image of God and in His likeness. You need to see yourself the way God sees you. Then chapter 5 is speaking the image. You speak the image that God has in His Word. You say what God says about you. Don't say what the enemy says. This book will be a blessing to you. That's book and CD offer number 7513. God's Image of You. A 77-page paperback and two CDs. For $22 plus $5 postage and handling, total of $27. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Kepps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps. P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.